420 is coming up. It'll be the sixth year in a row. I've gone to 20 stores on 420. A couple of key takeaways is that uh, discounts that happen on 420 end up being the everyday low price at a discount retailer about two years later. Obviously, there's increased sales on the day of its uh, of 420. So the last couple of years due to COVID, that people have tried to do it a couple of days before, didn't really work out. So this will be the first time in a few years where it's nothing, no discounts before, and there'll be an increase in volume in Canada by about 52%, 86% increase in volume in the US. And although uh, the younger crowd tends to like it more, it'll be interesting because prices have already dropped everywhere. Flowers dropped, uh, from 46% to 41%, pre-rolls have dropped, sales across the board in North America have all dropped. So it'll be interesting to see if the younger crowd can pick up that enthusiasm and drive 420 sales like we've seen all in the past. We're gonna dive into some of the sales for 420, talk a little bit about the nuances, all of that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. A lot of discounts on 420. That's across all markets. So each year we're going to see uh, 420 having some pretty good discounts, uh, except for like top shelf. So the last couple of years, you're not going to see, at least I haven't seen uh, a, a lot of discounts for top shelf items. But Aside from that, you're going to see some pretty significant discounts uh, where people are just going to max out what they can get, whether that's an ounce or two or seven grams of concentrate, whatever the caps are, people are going to reach those limits. You see discounts spiking every year um, with the exception of, of COVID. It wasn't, sometimes there just wasn't um, a, a lot of discounts. Like last year was probably the worst year I've, I've ever seen. As a matter of fact, in 2020, 420 wasn't the single largest day of the year. New Year's Eve uh, took the, the largest sales day of the year. So a lot of people, because there was three days before, they wanted to spread that out. Uh, whereas last year, there just didn't seem like a lot of discounts. Kind of interesting. Uh, I've noticed that across the board, whether it's flights to Las Vegas, $800 from Seattle to Las Vegas for a flight is crazy. I can get to France right now cheaper than that. So it's not just cannabis that's not discounting. It's really everyone trying to get their money back from everyone not going anywhere, doing anything. I think gas prices are uh, gouging as well because no one drove. And now that they are, they're getting their money back. Everyone's doing that. Wholesale prices in cannabis are going up, even though sales are going down across every segment, across everywhere in North America, every market. So people are wanting to get their money back, even though sales are decreasing. So interesting dichotomy there. Looking at discounts uh, for 420, you'd see in Canada, um, definitely surging in cannabis sales. So lesser than what we see in the U.S., but in 2020, for example, increased 66%, uh, but only by 59% in 2021. So discounts, on the other hand, they've risen a lot more significantly in the last couple of years, more competitive, but... Relative increase is probably due to the fact that their average discounts in Canada are much lower than in the U.S. So, for example, a 213% relative increase in 2021 was caused by a rise from 2.1% to 6.4%. So, small little percentage increase, but uh, proportion-wise, maybe uh, not that large. Looking at individual product categories, 
experiencing some different levels of sales growth. So on this graph, uh, relative sales increase in 2020 and 2021 across all cannabis product group, ca product categories in the U.S. Um, there's beverages on the left side of the graph, consistent with the, the winning on 420, uh, people wanting you know more expensive stuff discounted. So that makes sense. Similar to Black Friday, you know all the big ticket items like TVs and stuff, people are going to want to see discounted. But like I mentioned before, a lot of the top shelf items are not heavily discounted. Uh, what we see in this trend for beverages on most holidays, um, edibles and flower concentrate pre-rolls typically perform well, while tinctures and topicals capsules do not. Uh, just those, it's those are for wellness, and uh, 420 is more for recreation, more celebration, kind of like a, a New Year's Eve. Vape pens, what are the lower growth categories on 420? Uh, they tend to be a higher cost, so you would assume that consumers would take advantage of uh, getting a good deal. I know I do. People are buying more on 420. That's for sure. Like I said, they're going to cap out what they can buy. So they're going to max out on the flour and max out on their uh, concentrate, everything, uh, and just buy as, as much as they can and just bulk up. So we're kind of showing that, that, you know, the sales lift is caused by an increase in total transaction volume. So just more people going in and buying more stuff. So as I've mentioned in other podcasts, there's been a decrease across every market, uh, every product category. So when we look at year-over-year -year sales growth, I would expect to see that decrease here. Uh, what we can see is the category market share from March 2021 compared to February of 2022. Uh, in just 11 months, there's been some significant shifts. So most notably, flower market share dropped from 46 to 41%. Pre-rolls increased 25%, vape pens increased 14%, and edibles increased 12%. And in California, 42% is about the, the average for flour. I, that's what I would expect is 60-40. 40% 40 for flour, 60% for, for everything else. Pre-rolls are cheap right now. Inflation is putting a lot of pressure on people. They're going to go for cheap stuff and convenience, price and convenience. It's how people choose everyday items. Pre-rolls are popular in places that are established and open, whereas conservative markets like their vape pens. So Arizona is going to want vape. You know, Northwest is going to want their pre-rolls. So looking at the rate of change um, for flour and pre-roll market share in the U.S. over the last year, you can see that flour is decreasing steadily. Pre-rolls, on the other hand, a little bit more volatile, but rising quickly through most of last year. And we'll see, I think we'll see pre-rolls increasing as markets open up and normalization happens. It's just a convenient, um, quick way where you don't have to have an apparatus like a pipe or, you know, looking like a crackhead. Soccer moms are going to want to go for pre-rolls uh, and vape pens. When trying to analyze consumer demand, it's a little bit hard. There's been shifts in uh, consumer demand what they want with COVID. It was about, you know, not combusting at first. So edibles, you saw a massive increase in the very beginning of 2020. Uh, looking at um, category sales share, it's not the only factor you want to consider if you're trying to look at what that supply and demand might look like, but basket penetration or the portion of the baskets um, that a type of product occurs in. Also looking at you know, what people want to buy. So Pre-roll market share is only 13% uh, for the month. Uh, it's, they're in um, one out of every three baskets. So 30% of all transactions increasing significantly. Uh, vape pens saw more dramatic increase though, though they're rising one fifth. So they're going to be in 22% uh, of all baskets. So again, that's about convenience 
can use that wherever you want. You don't have to smell it. Um, so definitely increasing more. We should probably see more of that on 420. Looking at who's buying it, um, consumer age groups uh, by gender and age. So you can see female consumers had a lot stronger response to 420 last year, increasing by 140% uh, compared to the previous month. Younger consumers also a lot more uh, excited about it. They're um, 21, you know, and so every every day someone uh, of Gen Z is is getting closer to that uh, that legal age limit, and so increasing the, the portion of sales for that uh, particular age group. Sales to Gen Z came pretty close to tripling on 420 last year, while sales to Gen X and baby boomers didn't even double. So it makes sense that the continued caution of COVID may influence that trend. Uh, but then again, the younger generations is coming of age is going to um, skew that, that percentage. The majority of 420 sales previously was driven by an increase in transaction volumes, people buying more stuff. So comparing that growth uh, to the demographic groups across the board, we could see in 2021, last year, a clear trend of the younger age groups. That's the Gen Z and millennials, greater increase in transaction volume, buying more stuff than the older groups being Gen X or baby boomers. Um, so with each age group, female consumers, slightly more uh, transactions, buying more stuff. Maybe, maybe the guys are out there just buying more uh, often and then women kind of using 420 is uh, uh, an opportunity to buy stuff that they normally wouldn't or discounts or trials or, or whatever. Not really sure, but we're seeing that females led the way with 150% more transactions in the average um, previous four weeks. One thing I've noticed about you know going to 20 stores on 420 for the last six years is that bud tenders, majority of bud tenders like flour. I would think that they want dabs, but it's something like three quarters to 95% of all bud tenders like flour, which is pretty surprising. Um, so that's something that, uh, that I've noticed uh, is that flour is still dominant, even though 60% is, uh, is other things, um, people trying stuff, it's still the flowers, the go-to. So, um, I think what we'll see is, is a lot of people going out this year, whereas the last two years they didn't. Um, you're going to see a lot more um, consumption parties, maybe not, maybe not so much sharing of joints. Maybe that's still a little bit, um, you know, going out, there's no more mask mandates around, but I'd say, you know, between 40 and 60% are still masking. A couple folks I see around here, double masking still. So there, people are still worried about it. Uh, I wouldn't anticipate the sharing of joints, but I do think a lot of people are going to be out, um, especially outdoor stuff, like golf tournaments are going to be huge at this 420. A lot of people are going to be out and about um, uh, consuming and uh, having fun and wanting to go and do things and, and be a part of the community. So between Seattle and Portland, there are no more events anymore. We don't really have uh, expos or conferences or anything. It's, it, the market's been around for so long, people don't care. Uh, and a lot of those are moving into California or other markets. So the Cannabis Science Conference was in Portland no longer. So we literally don't even have Hemp Fest anymore. Uh, COVID killed everything. And so Vancouver, BC doesn't even have a lot of events. So I was gonna go up to Canada so uh, not a whole lot going on. It's becoming more regional, national shows, less local. Everything's kind of growing up. 
uh, including um, sales and, and uh, brand concentrations and expectations. So uh, getting your strategy and figuring out what you want to do, you can go online, um, trying to figure out what it is that you can buy um, and making the most of it. So we're going to do a little 20 uh, stores on 420. I'll show you what I get. Um, hopefully we'll have a nice little uh, you know, podcast put together uh, about what we're able to get and the deals and show you all of that. Just kind of come back to the Talking Hedge and find out. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is the Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn.